and you are my friends and do not adjust your screens it is wednesday and we are live with your wednesday night match day preview show we are coming to you live on a wednesday because tomorrow at 8 30 we have the ipswich town women's team special on the network myself the cruncher and a couple of people who have followed the ipswich town women's team uh, discussing them and and their return to action soon so incredibly exciting stuff so if you are around tomorrow evening do join us there and we're a little bit earlier than normal 7 p.m. we're kicking off here because a certain national team is kicking off at 7.45. So hopefully we'll be done by then. We've got a, a jam-packed uh, evening. We've got the wheel in operation. There's several topics on the wheel. I'll run through those. We've got, we've got Cottage United on the topic tonight. Wayne Brown's removed as their manager after 25 days with Hayden Mullins taking charge. We'll get our thoughts on that. We've got a transfer rumour. It's March the 31st. We've got a transfer rumour. Uh, we've got Cook demanding a response. We've got somebody from Bristol Rovers coming across and talking to us about this weekend with myself uh, and two wonderful guests. First of all, as I'm sure you all can appreciate, uh, as I love you all, and I do love you all, uh, I've just got to run this next one. The wife's broken my arm and made me do it. Hi guys, Martin here. A huge thank you to every single one of our monthly supporters. Without your support, we can't do what we do on a weekly basis. Not yet a supporter? (laughs) Why not? Please consider supporting us monthly. Anything you give from a pound upwards, anything at all, is greatly appreciated and helps grow the platform. We've come so far in a year, let's go even further in the next. Thank you. However, however, if your monthly budget is a bit like mine, a bit sporadic, and you're not quite sure where you are, then please consider giving us on a one-off donation basis. We do, of course, accept those and really cherish every single one of those as well. The link for monthly and a one-off is exactly the same. It's all on Ko-Fi. Head there and, and thank you so much. One more thing before you do go. As you can see on this beautiful screen with nobody here, we have a few advertised here spaces. So if you are a part of a company looking to reach a wider audience or in charge of your own company, self-employed, I think they call that, and you'd like to reach a bigger audience and grow your business as we hopefully come out of this lockdown, hopefully progress into a new future, a brighter future, then please do leave a comment or find me on Twitter or Facebook or, of course, email me. Email is in the description or it is homedressingroom89 at gmail.com. Let's together go forward. Right, now to the video. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, right, right. So we are live this evening. Stephen Parry, I have... Oh, I've missed your support. I do apologise, Stephen. Sid Driver, on the walls. Our Parker is usually Callie. I ain't paid enough. No, <laughs> no, but he is. Uh, Callie, Sid, Michael, Stiggy, good evening. I, oh, 9pm tomorrow, I'm being told. Sorry. 
Sorry, Crunchy. Yeah, you got to be dinner in your first. Right. With me this evening to discuss all manner of things football is, of course, our resident Mr. Joker. Although he was shown up last week, so he's got to bring that A game, bring his his best uh, Lee Evans in person. <laughs> You know, I couldn't name a comedian then. Uh, My mind just went uh, absolutely blank. And do, do you know the only person that came to mind was Jim Lee Evans. Davidson? No, Jim Davidson. Jim Davidson. No, I can't say Jim no, Davidson. No, you can't say him. You can't tar me with his brush. No way. Because <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, Big Break. Love Big oh, Break as a kid. Big Break was great. Big break and we were talking excellent. over dinner about Saturday night rituals as a kid, you know, and what you watched and what you didn't watch. Uh, anyway, Mr. Flat, how are you? I'm good, mate. Thank you very much. All good. Back at work this week. Three months off of furlough. Back to work. So, no, yeah, all good. I don't know what you do, but I've got in my head a sort of David Bren Hoover <laughs> salesman type gig where you're driving around. Life on the road. Yes. <laughs> Life on no, the road. it's boring. It's a boring office job, but there we go. Oh, well, fair yeah, play. Fair nothing play. glamorous, sorry. Got a lot of Al Murray's coming in, because obviously pub landlord. I'll take sense. Al Murray. He's a very intelligent man as well. I'll take yeah, that. Lee, Lee Hurst is as bad as Jim Davidson. Oh, uh, Al Murray, Lee, Lee, Lee Evans. Hope that hamster is peddling, says Cruncher. He's yes. working overtime, definitely. We certainly, we all hope, don't we? We all hope that the hamster comes through. Now, joining oh, us in our rather marvellous trio, he comes from a galaxy far, far away of distant lands although before we went live he was telling us just exactly where uh but here he is ben Mark, how you doing very good man how you doing is that resident milk tray? You know, life's a box of chocolates. Never know which one you're going to get. I'm very wow. well. Callie, Callie said you uh, uh, Jimmy Carr vibes, Flatty, by the way. I'll take that. I'll take Jimmy yeah. Carr. I want to know what sort of comedian Ben would be. <clears throat> chat, let us know in the chat what you think, or who you think Ben's most like a comedian. You know, I need to getting... be funny first, don't I? Well, that would help. Yes, that would help. <laughs> that would help. Um, Matt Stannard, Gov, I think you're getting the milk tray advert for Ben's intro. I'm sure copyright has expired now. Well, if it's expired, we'll definitely get it. Uh, look at that. that chest hair. Who's got <laughs> chest hair as a comedian? Can't think of any. Maybe, uh, maybe the sort of the low-hanging tops and the beard to do like a Russell Brand vibe, maybe. You're trying to get me kicked that. off YouTube, aren't you, with that? <laughs> uh, Stephen Parry, Rowan Atkinson. What, as Mr. Bean or as Johnny English? or? Uh... Thanks, I think. Or, or, or yeah, does he mean one act? I'm trying does, to take that. Or does he mean Ron <laughs> Mr. Bean. <laughs> does he mean Ron Atkinson? Oh, no, not Ron. Ron, and, Ron Atkinson and Jim Davidson. And it's only <laughs> not even 10 minutes in. <laughs> Do you remember that Sky One show Ron Atkinson did with Peterborough, funnily enough? Um, yes, were... I do remember that, actually. Yeah, I do. I do. Sort of behind the scenes, wasn't it? Fly on the wall stuff. They were trying to find stuff. a manager, yeah. weren't they? they were, yeah, it was yeah. big Ron Peterborough manager or big Ron so so manager and um I think he quit then he after four months yeah but, and we all used to sit and watch and think god almighty we'll never play anyone like this ever in our history and look at us now and now we can't beat him <laughs> Jesus Christ and now we can't beat him you have ben, to laugh don't you 
Uh, ben, obviously, you were going to join us on, on a normal Thursday, so I'm really pleased you could join us on a Wednesday. Adam, you've moved <coughs> your, your, your contribution shifts around a little bit. You're going to have your Friday <laughs> off because Friday is Adam Flat's birthday. So for those watching on Friday, make sure you send this man here plenty of money, plenty of cards, plenty of roses. <laughs> I, want, I want the postman on, on, the, on, on the next working day after his birthday to be really feeling <laughs> the brunt Excellent stuff. talking sound love. Talking a shameless plug there, excellent. <laughs> Brilliant hey, stuff. I, I do shameless plugs for free. No problem. Payment after the show. Talking of love, this weekend we do have a game. We have two games technically this weekend, Friday and Monday. Uh, we'll here to discuss the Friday oh, yeah. game. We desperately need something. I've written my article this week <laughs> and it's based on hope. <laughs> the Beatles gave us love. Hopefully town will give us something to cling on to come Tuesday morning. Yeah, bloody hernia. Well... <laughs> Yeah, not quite a hernia, I would say, uh, Ben. But we have got someone from Bristol Rovers joining us shortly. But a club more closely to us is Colchester United. Mm. Now, a player who's to play for us, Wayne Brown, was in charge there. However, he's been removed after 25 days with Hayden Mullins taking charge. Just what is our outside looking in thoughts on Colchester? Flat kick us off. What's going on? I, I'm going to shamelessly plug a friend of mine who's a big Colchester United fan. He does a Cole United podcast called Views on the U's. Um, it's a Imagine decent you. listen. Nice. Him, here, his name's Max. Um, he does it with his mate James. It's a good listen if you want the want the lowdown on Colchester United. To be fair to him, he's been pretty mystic this season. He predicted that Hayden Mullins would take over at some point, but they are a basket <laughs> case of a football club at the moment, Cole United. I, they... They've won one game in the last 22 in the league. They've won once and they have scored 11 goals in those 22 mm. games. So we think we've got it bad here. They mm. are having a tough time of it down the A12. Not a great thing, is it? But you're not going to get anywhere. We're, we're consistently told as town fans, and this is sort of, it's sort of ingrained been in our DNA, isn't it? That you don't change managers. 25 days. He barely had enough time to have a cup of coffee. Yeah, it's like the uh, the Paul Hurst um, kind of school of recruitment there. Uh, but to be honest with you, with Wayne Brown, what what the hell did they expect from him? What what, what do you want from him? And, and and you're quite right. The the club is a basket case. There's there's a lot of stuff going off the pitch as well, um, which doesn't make the papers, which doesn't help. But it's it's really the stuff on the pitch which we can all see, and you can judge it based solely on that. Um, that you know, when I think of Colchester, I think there, but by the grace of God, go I. And we're, we're moaning that, you know, we can't score enough goals or have a good team selection and we're not gunning for the championship. Imagine if you have like a, you know, a 75, 80% chance of dropping down to the National Leagues in that stadium. It's absolutely, I mean, it's sad. I mean, I, I'm in Brightling Sea, so I'm literally just down the road from Colchester. I'm closer to Colchester than Ipswich. Um, it's sad to see. And as always, um, I feel sorry for the supporters. You know, I know a lot of Koyu supporters, um, you know, man, woman and boy. That's a local team that grew up on it. And they are absolutely in a, you know, they are the last few rings down the plug hole right now. They, they're going to need some kind of, you know, godly intervention to, to get out of that. They're on Sad. the brink. Yeah, it is. I've dropped the link, Adam. Two views on the U's Spotify in the chat. So for those that want to check it yeah. out, obviously. It's good. It's a good so. listen. If you want they've to had Robbie Cowling on recently, I can see. They've had, they've had Kem Izzet on there. They've had John mm. Waldron, who writes for the Colchester Gazette mm. a couple of times. They've got a couple of other sort of ex-pros in the pipeline. They're the yeah, only real Colchester United... 
they're the only Colchester United podcast, really. So they, they, ah. you know, they, they're half, able half to. Half the trouble, though, with you say it was two guys, was it? Two, two doing a podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's like nine percent of the Colchester support base. Well, and that's quite... the big trouble. They have got that massive stadium, um, and and they got what two thousand people nah. in on a oh, home well, game. We'll call it Sad. massive, but but quite obvious. Obviously, their their PR department isn't run by Cruncher, so um, <laughs> they get everybody on the show. I love you, Crunch. <laughs> I love you. But no, it does, <laughs> as, as JT says, it does smell a bit of something else is going on here. You know, 25 it, days is a bit of a Put while. it this way, Martin. They have got, they've got ex-managers still on the payroll at Colchester mm. United. Mm. Tony Humes was a manager that failed there. He's they, involved in their recruitment. They move it round, Joe, don't they? But ball yeah. is as well. Ball is as well, isn't yeah. he? Joe Dunn, who was their manager, I think was quite a good coach, but couldn't do the step up to management. He's He's been <clears> brought in. Steve Ball was sat was was McGreal's assistant, was was promoted to manager. Obviously, didn't 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 do very well. Has been well, wasn't even sacked. He's been moved into their recruitment. So can you imagine it? Imagine here, Paul Lambert still kicking around in the recruitment department. Paul Jules yeah. on the training pitch. Mick McCarthy's knocking around somewhere. It's just very yeah. strange way of doing it. Very it strange. Um, I tell you what, though, what, what is equally as strange is the is the more this season unravels in for every football club the more our summer of recruitment looked absolutely atrocious because Tommy Smith was talked about for a long time as a credible centre-half option um now he might be their best player this year I don't know but they're they not hate his enough. guts Martin they hate my mate Max hates him he says he's really? been dreadful this season wow. he's been awful I've I got a lot wow. of time for Tommy I mean the Brentford turn where he tended to Tommy Messi Smith was you know sublime but can you imagine a back four of Stephen Ward Tommy Smith Luke Chambers, um, I, I just yeah. Have you got the one foot in the neck. grave music teed <laughs> up? But the, the trouble is, it, 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 that that's what you call a gradual, slow decline. And you think back to the season they got promoted to the championship, and yeah, they gave it all the biggins and all that. Fair enough, you know. And they were having their kind of their championship tour. Mm. But that that's a great example of this kind of gradual decline over a long period of time. Now I know there's an easy comparison to make for us. We're not going to be where they are. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, we're not great, but we ain't going to be what they are because a lot of their problems are what you that. don't see, um, and, and we ain't got those problems. So, okay. yeah, and I'll, I'll come back to it every time. It's the fans I care about. It's the fans who are grown up with that club, um, and you, you can criticise the, the management. You can criticise the structure, which is an absolute basket case. But I, it's just the fans, you know. That, that yeah. Colchester to them is our Ipswich to us. It's got to okay. be heartbreaking. Yeah, but a player they will know plenty of is a player we've been linked with today. Um, Scunthorpe winger Alex Gilead, the 25-year-old, is out of contract in the summer. So that's a big, big box tick under the current regime. Um, <laughs> let me just put it to context for you. This year, he's had one goal, four assists in a League Two side. He's had 185 career appearances, 15 goals. I don't think I need to say much. Yeah, almost, more. almost creamed my pants when I found out we might be after him. Yeah, exciting. Play. Uh, what, what, what do you think about it? That's just it all. That's just a perfect exclamation point. I mean, if this is the the thing is right, and, and it's only a link, and of course we'll have many links. But oh, if yeah. this is what an agent or a player or a club generally think, if you're kind of looking at, I want to quit. I will hand my card back because elite club. I mean, you know, the option on you're not seeing you Aaron Drinnen being linked with Man City because they need a striker, are you? Because everyone knows they're going to look Good at Good analogy, Aaron I like that. Good analogy. What the f- are we doing looking at guys like this, even if it's a rumour? 
Somebody somewhere must believe it to put it out there. So, Flatty, tell me, what the flip? Well, I don't know. Stephen Parry on Twitter, I'm, I'm sure he's got posters of Alex Gilead on his walls. He was raving about <laughs> him earlier. Yeah, he's got, he's got shares in him or something like that, the way he's going on about him. No, but uh, um, is he any better than what, what, what we've currently got or what we're going to be letting go? That's yeah. that's that's the question that yeah. I'd ask, and I I would yeah. hazard a guess he isn't he isn't going to be any better, is he really? Um, I think he's what two hundred and I was looking at his two hundred and sixteen games in the league, eighteen goals. I mean, those <clears> wide <throat> forward positions. If we assume Paul Cook wants to play four two three one, they're going to be mm. immensely important next season, and I think mm. we're going to have to do a little bit better than Alex Gilead, really, if we're going well, to any, be we're going to be yeah. progressing. Ben, anytime you you describe a winger as a defensive, hard-working winger, that to me just says alarm bells. Yeah, what Kolsky's on the right, basically, <laughs> rather than Kolsky's in the middle. Um, but look, look, we we have to. This is all about tempering expectations. We're not going to be going after the young prospect from the championship who's going to cost nine hundred grand or a million pounds. We 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 are going through the biggest transition of players we've probably any of us have ever seen, and it'll be bigger than the one that Hurst done. Now, that one hurt us because it was done wrong, and this one could be the same. But, the, you know, these free transfers from the league below in the league that we're in, look, welcome to Ipswich 2021, guys, because ain't going to get much better than that. For me, it's more indicative of what the uh, – I know we might get onto it later, but the takeover business, because if Marcus mm. is still in charge, this is who we're going to get. If he's not in charge – all bets are off. We don't know. Now, we haven't taken the Premier League parachute payments yet, so we're not bound by a um, you know, a transfer kind of limit. But I can't see us getting much better than that. But do you know what? Um, after what I'm watching every week, I'm ready to roll the dice. Try it. I, the thing is, people have said Bennett's his worst, but he's playing in, he's playing in a league above. Uh, Mike D, better than... Yeah, there you go. There you go. Better than Keenan Brushier, please take me and take him back. Um, Brian Dow, no point us having wingers. We can't head, ever head. We can't head a ball ever. Cali, yeah, any player point. coming here now up tomorrow at wide needs to be here to first team and not squad player. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's, it could be a lazy link. I think as Cali said earlier in the chat. But for me, it's, it's the right lines. You do want to look at League Two, but you want to go to the assist chart of League Two. Go to the very top and look at that list. If you want to start at the bottom and work up, that's. Just, but we have got. As always, this show, we give the fans right to reply. We give fans the right to have their say. Stephen's on the line. Stephen's here to answer Flatty. Where, oh, where's that poster? Where's, that, where's he's taking it down? That Alex Gilead poster. He's taking it down in the back. Look, first off, I'll say this now. Yeah, it's football league world. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm thinking like that's more clickbait than anything. I don't trust the link as far as I could love it. Well, yeah. no, I don't. Someone at the local paper did because they've reported it. So, well, that's as Callie said, that's lazy. That's just seeing a link and saying it's true. It's not doesn't necessarily mean it is. But if it is, fair enough. But Paul Cook's going to have to make a call on this. You know, the way I look at things is, is I don't diss anyone till they come in. You know, Murphy's stats weren't great before he came in. And he had massive, ma massive achievement. Don't yeah, know coming back here five times to do well, though. <laughs> Maybe so. No, that's not the point. What I'm saying is, when he was at Newcastle, go back to 2016, when he was at Newcastle, yeah? He would win an award after award at Newcastle. Yeah, the top and bottom of he was highly rated at Newcastle. Yeah, something something along the line, like a lot of young players do. Maybe he went off the rails. Maybe he thought he was too big for his boots, and things that things went wrong. Probably just like like Zabardi did, things like that. These things happen in football, especially when Premier League academies throw out hundreds of young lads every every single year. 
Some of okay. them just disappear. Some of them take a bit of time to get going. Is he one of them? He could be. We don't know. I wouldn't bin him. I wouldn't say he's bad until we actually see him. At the end of the day, I watched his stats. Whilst he's been at Scunthorpe, he's had a goal every 7.7 games. It's not a lot, but he's been playing at right midfield. He's not been playing as a winger. Yeah, but his assists aren't great either. I wish we had a player that scored every once every seven games. Imagine that. (laughs) Okay, but the last time he got above five goals, Steve, was back in 2015 for Carlisle. Like, no, back in 2015, I could run 100 metres. I couldn't walk two yards now. I mean... It was last season in the relegated side. He's had he got, seven goals. He's been at, at, at Scunthorpe for two years, yeah? He had six goals last year. He had one this year, yeah? This yeah. year, he was playing in a 4-4-2. Last year, he wasn't. But it was a relegated side, and he got six <laughs> goals. If you want me to prefer, I think that's pretty decent in a relegated side. You know, what's our wingers got? I mean, Gwen yeah. Edwards has got six goals yeah. this season. Has Gwen yeah. Edwards scored six? So is he, yeah. be- is, is he better than Gwion? People oh, talking about binning off Gwion Edwards. Is he better yeah, than him? That's the question, isn't it? We got Thomas from the championship. He was this big thing from Bristol City. I'd say, what's he worth? He's, I think he's better than him. He can't score. He can't do nothing. What's Bennett's done? He can't even pass. He might be able to run and jig his legs around, but he can't even cross a ball. Yeah, I'll you take know, that point out. We've got to look at we've got to look at the options. Is he an improvement at what we've got? I'm sorry. Yes. I, I, I'm not sure how we can say that with any with any with with, with any authority. He's playing well, at League Two level. Bennett's tomorrow is or Friday is playing Bristol Rovers, League One. Like can we, yeah. well, that's the point, Martin. Can we bin him before even seeing him without any offer? We shouldn't even be looking at him. Why not? We're gonna have to. Whether this, whether even, yeah, that, that's that's a point you take. We have to, you know, we're we're shopping for a Ford Fiesta with a moped money. You know, well, we we cannot to. afford to go out and get these good players. I'm trying to turn around and say football has changed massively since even since the Burley era. Yeah, when yeah. have we ever spent five million pounds on a player? You know, mm. as I put a tweet out. Yeah, money only helps; it doesn't do the job. Yeah, a bad bad manager. With money, will fail. A good manager with no money can have success. Yeah, look at Derby. How much money do they throw at players? Fair point, Stephen. Keen and Joel West. Yeah, no, it's fair point. But then I'd I'd take Lee Martin in a heartbeat right now. Stephen, as always, I do appreciate I'm glad you came on to answer the point. Really good of you. Take care, man. He is right in the sense of uh, money is an issue at this football club. So that leads us on to, you know, the land priority search is resubmitted. Uh, a deal could be closed, could be announced this week, could mm. be a number of things. What does this deal mean to you individually as a fan? Because some are for it, some are against it. Some just don't want to know anything about it until it happens. Where are you in your in your journey as a fan? Ben, kick us off with that. Um, I, I'm a, I'll tell you what I know. What I know is under the current administration, and there's massive debate all over the place about it, we're gradually getting worse. It's just taken a long time. Um, so that's the known. The unknown is is what happens if we change owners and it could get better. Now, we could continue the decline. So you can actually argue that we, we're in no better or worse. You know, we're in no better position than we would be. So I say take the chance for all the dice. What I'm not doing is getting carried away and, and making an assumption it's going to happen. Um, I've had too much bloody heartbreak this year with football. And this is the one kind of, you know, thing I enjoy uh, amongst this terrible year. But I don't want to get excited uh, until I put on TWTD and I see new owners, Ipswich Town, Marcus Evans bought out on a deal. These are the details. I'm going to assume it's not happening because if it gets taken away, 
or I'm assuming it's happening and it doesn't, it's just going to break my heart. And there's enough things about Ipswich right now that can break your heart in a thousand ways. I don't want that to be number 1,001. So it will happen or it won't. You and see, that's where I'm, I am. I'm the other way before Adam answers. The thought of somebody else sitting in the hot seat is keeping me going because Alex Gilead is the future under Marcus Evans and it fucking depresses me. Don't, yeah, don't put yourself in a position, Martin, honestly, because no, the, 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 the disappointment to. is going to be... I do the content around the club and I love the club, but this, yeah. is the only, this is the only bit of light I've got at the moment in the football club because... And I know we're going to talk to Mr. Rovers fans soon who you know are facing possible relegation mm. and everyone's, everyone's got a different story or a worse story to tell, etc. Mm. But for my football club to even be rumoured with a player who's only got one goal, four assists in League Two and people be considering that as well, it's the only thing we can put up with or the only thing we can go for kills me in more ways than hoping and praying and it not happening. Flay, how about you? I understand. Yeah, I mean, I never thought you'd, people would get so excited about land registry searches. Hey? <laughs> I think you're just so, so starved of, of, of any kind of goodwill stories we've been isn't for so long <laughs> that people, you know, that you're getting excited about you know, searches and that look for me, Mm. I'm a bit like Ben. I think if it happens, it happens. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get too up or down about it, regardless of being let down too many times by this football club. So yeah, when I see an announcement to say that Marcus Evans has left and, you know, but the American guy, team America have have turned up then, then Mm. great. But, I do, you know, there there is a part of me that really, really does hope it happens. Of course. Um, of course. We've seen we've seen what 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 the future might look like with with Evans and another season, third season in League One. Yeah. The consistent death of this football club over a consistent yeah. period. It's mm. it is it's difficult to take, but you know, I, I I try not to get too up or down about it. I think I I, I used to get used to really affect me if we lost or there was sort of, you know, news coming out of the club was shit, but I've learned to sort of temper that a bit over time. To sort That's of relax, exactly to the way and, to be. Yeah. To try and sort of not, not get too high not get too low. But mm-hmm. look, I totally understand why some people are like that. This football club means an awful lot to a lot of people. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it might be the only positive thing that they have in their lives. And, if Marcus Steven. Evans is if Marcus Evans is running it, then yeah. what has he well, said? Stephen, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what, mate. I'll stream myself. I'll, I'll dance naked with you. Nobody has to dance, dance naked for naked anything. Thing. Yeah, trust me, it's going to happen. But don't I don't have, have Zoom on my camera though, so I can't do it. Speaking of what <laughs> you're, right, you're right though, you're right though, Martin. There'll be more players like Alex Gilead linked. If the well, current that's... regime stays, because we, we, you know, what's going on behind the scenes? Lee Evans and uh, not Lee Evans, Leo Milne or whatever his name <laughs> yeah, is. You got his... it right. He got it right, Lee Evans. But as Mike D says, Gilead, Bennett, and Drinnen. That's a that. I mean, that, that is a that's a that's a front three that would that should scare people. That that's worse than any any Chucky film, any any Friday the Thirteenth. That's just a nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street level of next. You play. got trick or treating with Aaron Dryan and masks on. <laughs> <laughs> right we are joined by, by a Rovers fan in just a second first of all I want to just get the just town perspective on this weekend's this Friday's rather fixture um, Cook demands a response this weekend guys he you know he, he, he's, he's, he's issued the challenge demanded uh, one last weekend as well didn't he well this, this time mm. he says I'm demanding as in the sense of uh, last time he was asking maybe I don't know mm. but 
what are you expecting from this weekend, First, this Friday, first of all? And secondly, the second part question to that is, if we don't get a result against Rovers and Rochdale, where does that leave Paul Cook as a manager after demanding two wins? Adam? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still... I still think you have to give him him plenty of time to sort this out. I think I think it's quite evident for everybody to see that this squad of players are nowhere near as good enough as we thought they were, believed they were, and I think they've proved it consistently now over mm. two seasons that they're not good enough. Um, I I don't know whether it just it just quickens Cook's decisions over some players if we fail to pick up. I mean, look, it's got to be six points, hasn't it? These two sides are the bottom two sides in the division. I mean, Bristol Rovers have lost their last four. And I think that Bristol Rovers are one of a few, only three clubs that have scored less goals than we have. So we've got to be be winning this game. But look, the fact that we're not confident just, just, Mm. I just think tells its own story about Mm. how poor we've been. And look, if he doesn't get a reaction out of some of these first team players, in these next two games, then for me, they won't play again. They shouldn't ever play again for this football club. Mm. That's, ben? that's, that's for me. Ben? Yeah. I, I echo the point Sam entirely actually. And I, and I think that the, it doesn't matter who we play top or bottom. If you're playing for the top, they're in form. We're not going to win. We play for the bottom. They're scrapping. We're not going to win. Mm. Um, it, it doesn't matter. Um, we've lost against the lower t- sides. We've actually started winning against the top ones. I'm sorry, but based on what I've seen, I'd rather be playing the top six sides than the bottom six. Um, I, I'll see, I see three points out of six, um, over the four days. Um, you've got players out there playing for contracts, but then again, I think half the problem is because a lot of the players know that the, this will be their last handful of games ever for the town. Um, I think, I think they've kind of down tools, but then again, the argument against that would be, okay, so play for your next club, your professional athlete, play for your next club, play for yourself. You have four or five years left to earn a living as a professional footballer. Put yourself in the shop window and make yourself shine a bit. Everyone benefits. You're going to benefit. We're going to benefit. So why not do it? But um, I'll get hope. I'll be 125. I'll pay my money. And come three o'clock, I'm going to watch some turgid dross. And Paul Cook, I love the guy. And he's got all the energy. He's going to come out and go, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yet. The jury's out on Paul Cook. I like him. I'm, I'm not calling for anything at all. It's the right decision to have him in. But every team who has had a new manager has had a bounce but us. Yeah. And um, that frustrates me a but lot. Is, is, is Adam right when he says if they don't respond the way Cook has demanded so you've got to then start dropping senior players off completely because otherwise you lose you run the risk of a- well this is it all right let's bring our rovers fan in from uh, the Gazcast pod- podcast here he is tom welcome in my man how you doing oh, man I'm not too bad. How are you? Oh, mate. Good. Well, you, good? We're good. We, you've heard our woes. You've heard our, our cries from the heart. Talk to us about Bristol Rovers. Because as, as the form guide that said there, four defeats, one draw. That draw, I believe, against AFC Wimbledon from memory. Nil-nil. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Joey, so, yeah. Joey Barton yeah. in charge. What's been going yeah. on? Well, I mean, form's a, a good place to start. We are currently um, below you in the form table. So that kind of gives you an indication of um, exactly Somebody's? how tight we've been. Jesus. Somebody's yeah, hello us only, in the form guide. Jesus it's only Christ. Quinn and 
Plymouth and All Dale right. that are below us. Oh, good. That both beat us this week, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not been good as a Rovers fan this season. Obviously, three managers in one season never tends to end well, but it's kind of starting to to fall apart quite badly now. We've got mm. Barton in, obviously quite a controversial character. Uh, a lot of fans were kind of against against him just because of his his past record and kind of was on the fence with him. But he's come in, he's he said all the right things as a manager, kind of similar to Paul Cook, I think, where he's really good motivator, kind of says all the all the things that fans want to hear, really made himself um popular with the with the gas heads, kind of like saying about Bristol should be our city and, you know, getting all the words right to the songs and all that kind of stuff. Like all the simple stuff. But then he's been on a, a charm offensive kind of saying He's done loads of interviews, but he's been saying, you know, these players are good enough to stay up. We've got the time. We just need to, like, apply properly. And that was his first kind of couple of press conferences. And then as the weeks have gone on, he's kind of got more and more... um, (laughs) More and more touchy about um, Mm. bad referees. He he personally called out Trevor Trevor Kettle for being overweight in his press conference the other week. Um, Wow. Kind of said about there's a cancer at the club. He said some players aren't pulling their weight. He's frozen out Max Aimer, which I think we can all agree is a, a great player at this level. But um, he's had a falling out with him like massively, and he's our <coughs> club captain. Um, massively called him out on <laughs> social, well, wow. just in his interviews. So it's, it does feel a little bit like the wheels are coming off. And then I think last week was the big one where he basically said that if Paul Tisdale and Ben Garner were doctors, our previous two managers, they'd be struck off for um, like malpractice, essentially. Well, so, that puts a lot of pressure well, on him then, doesn't it? So he's got to get it right. <laughs> so he's basically saying your managers have been wrong, but they ain't now. But I feel kind of sorry because you're kind of working from the back foot because you've got um, below you Rochdale, above you Wimbledon and then Swindon. And these have all um, teams that have got games in hand on you and more than one. So he, even to do that, you're kind of almost starting from a, you need to make up the deficit or hope. And we're playing most of them. So you've got to hope we do you a massive favour and beat mm. these teams, you know? Yeah, don't, absolutely. Don't Tom, rely on us, whatever you do. No. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't hope we're going to do you we, any favours. We break mate. other teams' really runs. Don't. don't worry. We will, <laughs> we are the gift that keeps on giving. You'll yeah. love us in about five games' time. Tom, you're a podcaster like, like, like us all here. What, when you're hearing those things from the manager... When you're seeing your club captain being treated the way he's being, said, what, what, what is your gut telling you, and where do you think this is going for you? It's it's an odd one because um, he's he's only been in ten games. He's won two of those, drawn one, so it's not an amazing record. He's not come in um, and just absolutely smashed it, and then has the right kind of to yeah. say that these other managers rubbish. Yeah. I've got it sorted because although performances have improved the results still aren't coming. So I don't think he has in the right to be kind of coming out with that outlandish stuff. But at the same time, he is, he's that character, isn't he? He's he's always going to come out with something controversial. He's always going to speak his mind, which Mm -hmm. I think a lot of fans like. So they kind of give him a lot more leeway. Um, The referee thing is the big one for me. So Ben Garner at the start of the season, almost every game would say about the referees and say something about the referees. And it would just great on everyone mm. Joey Barton's now doing the same mm. but no one says anything everyone's just like 
Yeah, he's, he's got he's got new manager armor on. That'll last that'll last a certain amount of time. We'll last it sixteen months. Um, so I think it'll be shorter for you guys. <laughs> is it that, or is it the fact that he's he's played on the heartstrings of the fans by saying Bristol is our city, by knowing the words of the songs you said earlier? Is it more the armor, or is it more the fact that he's actually got them on side with the you know some of the more passionate stuff that fans love? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, but I think I'd err more towards the side of getting the fans on board because he, he did go on a big charm offensive. He's massive, mm. massive on getting the fans on board. And he's always like, you know, we're going to fight. We're going to get out of this. He says all the right things, but it's just not translating yeah. onto the pitch. I mean, on, on one hand, we've had a couple of dodgy decisions go against us. Like you mentioned Swindon. We played them uh, last Tuesday and we were we scored a goal. The referee said that one of it had gone through a kind of leg of uh, Forrester legs. It, I think, taken a nick off Jonah Younger, who was on side, and they'd incorrectly pointed out um, Brandon Hanlon, who was offside. So a legitimate goal in a really tight game that was only ever going to be decided by one goal mm. goes against us. They go up the other end and score. At the end of the day, luck is luck, and normally. Uh, over a season, it'll even out, but we've only got eight games left. So, yeah, no, no luck down the bottom, is there? No, absolutely not. So, we know on one hand, I can see it, but no, stick to stick to sorting out on the pitch rather than having to go at the officials. Yeah. So, how are you going to line up Friday, Tom? What, what 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 can town fans in the chat and ourselves expect to see from from Joe Barton's Bristol Rovers? Uh, it's it's been a bit of a a mystery lineup. We we went absolutely mental against Sunderland in this kind of. Um, like three, two, one, two, one. I don't even know if we have enough players there. It was, it was, yeah, it was mad. It was kind of set up to counter them. And it, I mean, it, it worked in a way. We lost one nil, you know, could have been worse. So I would expect us to be playing a five, two, three, one, which is pretty much, or five, three, uh, five, two, two, one. One. Yeah. We know what you mean, but, it's, but that sounds like the Joe Barnes <laughs> were a bit mad with the uh, the tactic counters. You know, he's just put them anywhere and that's how you've gone out. Mike D asks, who's Rover's best player at the moment, Tom? Ooh, Who have we um, got to worry about? No one. <laughs> <laughs> In all honesty. <laughs> I had Baz from Wigan on last week and he said the exact same thing. Now, it, it did end nil-nil, but <laughs> well, someone's got to worry about someone. Yeah. We lost to Wigan, so uh, that kind of tells you everything you need to know. I'd say our our best player this season is Sam Nicholson. He's been he's out for the season now, uh, which Ooh, is oh. a massive, massive blow for us. Seven I'd say, basically. yeah, we're quite lucky at Ipswich. We don't really get a lot of injuries. Yeah, we're we're okay, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I'd say probably like Harold, Harold Shipman running our medical department <laughs> at the moment. So. <laughs> Jesus, I went to a dark place. <laughs> yeah, that did go over there. <laughs> it's bad. It's that. It's that bad. It's that bad. We want Tom to come back in the pre-season, you know. <laughs> we might be in the division below, so it might not even happen. Uh, don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll give you three points. Look, according to BBC Sport, now I got quite out with this last week because BBC Sport tells me Joey Garner is still Wigan's top goal scorer or second top goal scorer. And he asked Baz from Wigan how he was doing. And he's not been in the country since Christmas. So this could go one of two ways, this next question. But it tells me, is it Luke Lear? Luke Leahy. Leahy is your top goal scorer. Is it, that doesn't mean you tell me he's probably retired from football. <laughs> No, he's he's been ever present. He's taken over the armband since um, Aimer got booted. 
So he also takes our penalties. He's our top, top goal scorer with nine. Um, he's our left wing back, but he does get forward quite a lot. Um, so yeah, he's he's not our main threat, but he does mm. chip in with a, a fair few goals, which is great. But your your so, thing is defence on the weekend. As long as you can stop our shot on target, you, you, you know you've got a good base to build from. Our one shot, yeah, yeah. literally the shot on target. We got yeah. an absolutely huge boost um, with Ansu Yukola coming back into the side. Um, he's just massive for us. We've had Joe Day on loan from from Cardiff, and he's okay, but he's no Ansu. Um, so that's huge for us. We've got an injury list as long as your arm kind of thing. But I'd say if if it weren't for well, Lee, he's our top goal scorer. Then it's Brandon Hanlon who's carrying an injury. He's playing with an injury. Oh, okay. And the next kind of danger player is Jonah Iunga, who we've signed from non-league. And he's he's raw, but he's strong, he's quick, he's got a hell of a shot on him. But Oh, shit. Not... <laughs> we've got a goalie that doesn't move. He's nine <laughs> for eight, but he'll stand there. And if the ball goes past his left finger there, he'll just watch it do this. So just tell him, shoot on target, you've won. Yeah, we've got a Thomas Holy Mannequin challenge on Twitter. Yeah. So, um, it shows you where we are. But as, as a fan base, we, we love our young players. We love players that come through our academy. You've got one of ours, Ed Upson. Is he still with you? What's he doing with you? Is he injured? Is he fit? Injured. He play? Injured? Oh, no. Yeah, he got injured against... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who he got injured against, but he's he should be back pretty soon. He might even feature, but it's it, touch and go. Okay. Hand on heart. This week, this Friday, what what are you thinking, honestly, from the, the game on Friday? I mean, you said you guys are great at breaking runs. So are we. Oh, we've, yeah, you were 4-0. Don't worry. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we've broken runs for Swindon, Rochdale, Wigan, coincidentally, all teams around us, which is mm, not heartbreaking. Good. Uh, so I'm fully expecting a drubbing. I've got to be honest. I mean, you guys tore us apart at Portman Road earlier in the season. It was horrible to watch. That was our first manager of the season, Ben Garner's mm. team. And I just yeah. can't, I can't see much. I think it, it'll be reasonably tight. We are playing well. If it's if any of the other games are something to go by, this is how our games have gone this season. We start well, we create a load of really good chances. Don't take right. any of them. Then you then the other team go up the other end and score, and then we can't get back in the game. And that and normally score from a set piece. That's been our like reason for being this entire season. That's been our game plan. It's just every game follows the same pattern. It's really frustrating. And you're sitting two points outside the um, outside. Uh, sorry, two points inside the bottom four. The same way we're sitting two points outside the top six. So, if you if you had to ask you now, which are you going to survive? Do you do you feel you're going to survive or not? Two points you need. I can't say it. Like you said, we're already we've we've had our chances. Like it's those games in hand, and it and the other teams have got. It's, it's just it's, it's a killer. Yeah, it's a massive killer, and. It's always been in our hands. This is it. We didn't have a great start under Ghana, but mm. we were doing okay. Then we brought Tisdale in, and then we were doing not great. And then we bought, and it's just kind of all been a slide down. And then we brought Barton in, and he hasn't been able to turn it round. And unfortunately, yeah. the games. God, they're just like, you're just like us. You literally, you're just <laughs> describing the players, the injuries, the slide mm. down, the new man. You're literally describing us, but just at the other end of the table. I mean, say other end, we're thir- we'll be 13th if we don't win on Friday. But it is literally, I, I feel for you, mate. I, I know, we know, we know the pain. 
we see mm. her every week and, it, and, it, and it's crap. It's horrible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. The thing is, we'll, we'll play a good side, like an Ipswich or a Sunderland or Peterborough, and we'll play well. We won't get anything out of the game. We'll, we'll put in a performance. But then the next week, we've got a Swindon, a Wigan, a Rochdale, a Northampton. We've still got to play Northampton, actually. Mm. And we just fall apart and we yeah. just lose ground to the teams around us. And it's just, I, I can't, you know, if we could pull ourselves out of it, um, it would be I amazing. I it would be yeah. I think yeah. Agree. Good man. You've heard you've heard it all. You've heard what Tom's got to say. What are your score predictions as we close off today's show, Adam? First, what is your score prediction for Friday? I don't know. Well, if there's any neutrals watching, well, they're going to sign up for the ten pound for iFollow, aren't they? Crikey, <laughs> we've really sold it to them, haven't we? <laughs> two two depressing sides. No, I, I think it'll be. Do you know what? I think it'll probably be a draw, nil nil, one one one. Or if anyone wins it, it's a 1-0 or a, a either way. I, I can't mm. call it really, to be honest, though. We're, we've got too many passengers at the moment, so I, I think it's, it's, it's whoever wants it. The Bristol Rovers want it more because they need to get out of trouble. Do we mm. want it more because we want to get in the playoffs? I think mm. it's who, who's going to blink first, really. Who wants it more? Okay. Ben? Shoot more than once, you're going to win. If you have your single solitary <laughs> shot and you don't score, nil-nil. But all you've got to do is shoot more than once and we're fucked. Absolutely. Tom, real pleasure. Look after yourself. Take care, man. Good luck. All the best. Thank hopefully you speak, hopefully speaking pre-season, but thank you ever so much. Fingers crossed. Thank you. Adam, Ben, thank you as always. And to guys and girls watching, tomorrow, 9pm, if you're trying to see Women's Special. And then, of course, Match Day ticket live with myself, 2.30 as normal. We'll see you then with love, with care. <laughs>